I will destroy them all. Hello and welcome to The Coordinate, an Attack on Titan podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, and if you're new to the podcast, let me explain quickly what you're in for, and then we will jump into discussing episode 76 of Attack on Titan Judgment. So what happened was, I was a huge Attack on Titan fan, and I really just wanted someone to talk to about it, so I wrote my friend Bill into uh, starting a podcast where I forced him to read the manga, we discussed like an arc of the manga every month until we got up to the whole basement reveal and then our schedules just stopped aligning so we took a long period of time off and uh then last year we started uh right back with the um when the anime came back with season four we started picked up right there and uh we're just taking turns every week reviewing it and then we also try to get out get together as often as possible which such as like next week we're going to be recording together so that's nice but anyways, um, I have read all of the manga from start to finish, but I'm not going to spoil anything for you because Bill has not. And I don't want to spoil anything for him, um, even though he totally spoiled some stuff for uh, one of our friends, uh, Zach, who is a dub person. So he's going to be a couple of weeks behind. Um, and Zach, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry on behalf of Bill. But yeah, let's get into it. I'm super excited to talk about this last half of the season because I've been sitting on my thoughts for it for uh, like a year now and um we cannot get to the end quick enough uh so so much to talk about <laughs> so we start this episode out with the resolution of zeke and levi's fight when i last saw the pair zeke had just like blew them both up with a thunder spear that levi had like put inside of him um yeah so then one of zeke's titans ripped open his belly and uh put him inside like a makeshift womb it's like a disgusting reverse birth but now we see Hanji and Flock, uh, plus his entourage. They've discovered Levi's body, a few assorted fingers, and a big, big, it's not like, it's one of the smaller titans. They, they see a titan. Um, it's hunched over, and it's not going to hurt anybody, probably. So the minions want to shoot Levi in the head to make sure he's, like, really dead. But Hanji assures them that he was killed instantly by the explosion. Flock wants to check his pulse. But gets distracted when the Titan starts taking in steam, which Hanji points out is not a normal thing that Titans do. They normally give off steam when they die, not absorb it. And I get that strange behavior for a Titan, but it's also just like a weird thing to happen thermodynamically because like where did the steam come from to begin with? It's raining. So, you know, like when it first starts raining, you get steam off the ground sometimes. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. Titans run hot, so maybe the steam came from the Titan and then it reabsorbed it. Uh, that is probably actually what happened. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. It also stopped raining when it absorbed the steam. So did it like remove enough heat from the environment to like affect the weather? Is that's? I don't think that's what's happening. But we don't get an explanation because Hanji throws herself into the river along with Levi. Yeah, she uses that whole distraction of the the Titan doing the steam thing. But it's not just the Titan doing the steam thing that distracts them because as its like skin disappears and it turns to bones, we see a naked Zeke fall out of it. And everyone, except for Hanji, just like stares their open mouth wondering the same thing. Does Zeke always have such a nice rig? Uh, so hey Bill, British question for you. In the UK, does saying that someone has a nice rig mean that they have a nice body or is that just an australian thing because i know in australia that's what that means but the first time i heard that and probably what 
everyone that's like from the U.S. is thinking when they hear that someone has a nice rig, they're they're thinking about Zeke's penis. So I'm just curious, what's the case there? <laughs> I'm also curious what you think about Levi. Is Levi dead, alive? Is Haji dead or alive? Uh, the goons kind of just like shoot randomly into the river, so she could have got shot. But anyway, Zeke tells Floke about his time in some mysterious place he refers to as the Paths. He tells him that time there was kind of like felt like a long time past but also a short time it didn't really make sense i guess and like a little girl rebuilt him from dirt um yeah despite him being naked fluck does not offer him his jacket like he did aaron which is a bit rude and kind of i guess tells you that it really shows you who fluck here is aligned with he he doesn't trust zeke zeke's just a means to an end so then we get the new intro, and I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. The style of music itself is a huge departure from previous seasons, which so was My War, uh, the one from the first half of the season. But that one had such like a unique feel to it, and I really grew to love it. Meanwhile, the new song, The Rumbling, seems like a pretty generic metal song. I mean, I know it was recorded specifically for Attack on Titan. The lyrics, the title, all of it's like specific to Attack on Titan. Uh, I just, I don't know. It doesn't really fit to me. I I love the Attack on Titan OST though, so I'm sure this new song will grow on me. My real gripe is with the uh, the whole visuals of the opening, which I'm not going to talk too much about, but um, I'll let Bill talk about it next week. Um, But yeah, so the My War opening is like one of my favorite anime openings of all time. Um, it's, it's not as iconic maybe as like some of the other Attack on Titan openings, such as like the one where they all just like float into the sky for some reason. Like that one's, everybody loves that opening. But, um, this one just, what was so great about my war is it shows you nothing that happens during the season. It's all just like, it sets the theme perfectly with all the images of war and you get like a little tiny snippet of the Attack Titan on the end. But nothing beyond that really tells you that it's Attack on Titan. You just know the theme of the anime, and for that reason, it's perfect. Uh, the new one, on the other hand, seems like it comes off of like a vibe of like, have you? As I just said, a like a lot, but um, you know, you see these like fan edits for intros and just like music videos and stuff, where they just took a bunch of footage from all of the seasons including season four part two and just like made a thing with that and that's what this gives me the vibes of so (sighs) i was disappointed by it but we'll see and i'm curious to see what bill thinks about it so next after that we we return to shinganshina where marley is mounting their attack on paradise and this is really divided into plots so we'll talk about the action bit first with aaron and then we'll get to the emo- more emotional bits with Armin, Mikasa, and the rest. So we've got Eren's attack titan fighting Porco's jaw titan. As Peek protects Gabby, Porco bites Peek's hand off, freeing her from her chain, but also scaring the shit out of Peek and Gabby because he just completely takes her hand off. <laughs> and uh, I thought the reaction was really funny and enjoyed it. It was kind of a nice levity uh, and such. Everything else in this episode is super dark. Um, I... Yeah, and I I just finished watching Naruto all the way through, so you would have expected in the Levi scene, if that was in Naruto, someone would have completely had, you know, like the blood shooting out of their nose type of reaction, but like no one seemed to care that Zeke was naked. That was just, that was fine to everyone. If Gabby was there, she would have been like, Um, Anyway, so Peek turns into the cart titan, Gabby climbs into her mouth, and they run to Commander 
Jinnero Magath. Magath? Magath. Once there, the Cart Titan gets fit with a new anti-Titan cannon. Meanwhile, Gabby spills the beans on what she heard about the Founding Titan holder needing to touch a Titan with royal blood to access the Founding Titan's powers. Which, to me, sounds a lot like Magath would think, like, hey, what if we just killed Zeke? And, you know, maybe all of the royal people? Because, but Magath is, like, committed to stealing the Founding Titan because he thinks that will save the world. Which, can Marley really be trusted does he even trust Marley that much, even though he is the most highest, the highest ranking military official in Marley? I just, I feel like he doesn't. <laughs> so while all that's happening, Porco retreats from the fight with Aaron and looks on as airships arrive and thinks, with how little they know, only Reiner could convince them to do such a stupid thing. And I thought that was a funny moment too, because um, it's sort of playful, but it's not. It's like, it reminds you of the good old days when they were training together, Aaron and Reiner, and, you know, could call him stupid, and it was just, like, fun friendship thing. But now they're totally enemies, and Reiner is kind of stupid. Um, but anyways, I really enjoyed the fight. Um, I liked seeing Aaron use his um, Warhammer Titan powers, which I, I don't remember seeing a lot of that in the manga, so... This probably did come straight from the manga, but I, I'm curious to go look back and see. Because I remember a lot of complaints in the manga being like, he got the Warhammer Titan, but then he did nothing with it. And so, yeah, I kind of felt like that was probably true, but maybe I missed a lot. Um, I, I thought the CGI looked really good during the action bits, but some of the slower parts, uh, like when there's a part where Aaron is walking towards Reiner, his Titan just didn't really, he's walking very slowly. And he's supposed to be looking like cool and badass, but he just kind of pops off the the screen and doesn't really fit in with the hand-drawn backdrop. But yeah, that, that ends with like Aaron just like essentially becoming Swiss cheese from the Cart Titan's new canon. Um, so presumably what we're talking about next is going to be what saves Aaron if he gets saved, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe. All right. So rolling back a little bit. Uh, so as Porco retreats from Aaron, uh, Yolanda tries to convince Aaron to run away from the fight using his Warhammer powers, but he just straight up ignores her. Uh, this compels, I'm never going to get his name right, Anyan Kampong to run down to the cells and free slash convince Armin Mikasa and everybody else that's there uh, to help Aaron fight Marley. After a little bit, he manages to do so because, you know, children are the future. Or at least he convinces Armin, who was able to convince everyone else, like, just enough. We see that Armin doesn't believe that Aaron would go along with the euthanasia plan, because essentially Aaron is all about being free, and, you know, that includes the freedom to make babies. And I think there's a lot of evidence for this, because his whole thing, he, he, he didn't want Historia to become, like, a breeding factory to be treated like cattle. So I think euthanasia would not line up with Aaron's vision for freedom <laughs> so uh armin believes that Aaron is just going along with their plan because if he didn't someone else could have stolen the founding titan's powers and like went along with them or did something even worse who knows so his, his best option was to pretend to be on board and then when zeke and Aaron touch Aaron can just totally do like a different thing such as like the, the small sample rumbling that everyone agreed to so Armin decides to assume that Aaron is lying and puts all of his faith in that idea. He asks Mikasa if she wants to help Aaron, and she does, but doubts that it's her own will compelling her. John and Connie are a little more reluctant, 
I believe John said something about it not sounding like Aaron, but Aaron also not sounding like himself. Uh, so one other thing I forgot to talk about is that I found it very interesting how many Eldian soldiers we see getting like wiped out by the Marley soldiers. I don't remember that from the manga at all, but I could have just been focused on the panels containing Titans and just like looked over it because they're usually more visually interesting. It makes sense because Marley has better tech for human v human fighting, and they definitely have more experience with it. It just serves to add some weight to the action that we're going that we're seeing happening. Um, speaking of weight, a thing that I thought was a little weird is um, we. It's obvious that they rebuilt Shiganshina, you know, since the last big battle there because it was completely flattened. Um, so I would assume there's people living there now, but I don't remember them getting evacuated and we see like no one um as uh, aaron reiner and porco are just like ripping through buildings and stuff it would have been nice to at least see like some military people there like scuttering about and like possibly getting killed because with aaron's current state i don't think he would really care about like a few casualties but that's it for me i thought it was a good episode to come back to um it's very action heavy and it also provided some good mysteries and had a good bit of heart. I don't know if this is true or not, but I read on some website that the second half of the season will consist of 12 episodes, so that's 11 left. And like I said, I can't wait to get the end because I I have so many thoughts about the ending that I, I Bill, I just want to, I want to tell you. I want to talk to you about it, but I have to wait like months. <laughs> but we're getting close. Uh, So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you didn't enjoy the show, you can still leave a review, as a few people have taught us. Um, If you would like to hear more of me, you can do so by listening to my other podcast, Young for This Track. It's a Star Trek podcast where three of my friends forced me to watch Star Trek for the first time in a completely random order. It's a fun time if you're a Trekkie, and it's probably also listenable if you aren't. Uh, Find it on all the pod apps and use the link below. We also have a Discord where you can chat with us about Attack on Titan or other things um we've got a spoiler thread there divided up between uh manga readers uh sub anime only dub anime only so you don't have to be like zach and get spoiled it's it's a safe place now i promise (laughs) uh to join that go to probablywork.com slash discord or you can click the link in the show notes bill and i will be back next week to talk about the next episode until then don't get eaten for this trek the final frontier these are the voyages of mc troy and eric their mission to introduce tyler to strange new episodes to seek out the best and worst media in the star trek franchise to boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before You can listen to these goobers talk about Star Trek by searching for Too Young for This Trek or by visiting probablywork.com. 
This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.